outside the hall it is misty and you can just see outlines through the mist of a rolling plain studded with strange ruins, some that look like buildings you would recognise from lives you've lived, some that look completely alien, and it's deathly quiet. I feel like the space people aren't here anymore. Mm, feels that way. When we turn around and look, is the building still there? Yep. Okay. Still with a big old hole, okay. big unstitched hole Good in it. Um, and standing in that gap, even more bowed than usual, uh, is the cloaked old woman, the weaver, who says, Wait. What do you want? Okay, come on now. You you don't know what you're doing. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah, that is 100% true. <laughs> she looks directly at Marlowe. Do you understand the responsibility that you're taking from me? Oh, God. I feel like this spindle is not a good thing to have on me. I've already done for the job. I've like Indiana Jones did, now I feel a bit bad. I don't want to give it back, though. Let's find out more information. Yeah. No, we don't understand the responsibility. Please tell us more. Okay. It is the, the responsibility of maintaining all this. I have been doing it alone for so long as... It all falls into decay. The tapestries hang loose. The looms are silent. They go threadbare. I cannot care for them all. And stitches get dropped. And it is my responsibility to weave them back in. What, stitches like us? Yes. Your situation is my fault. I was careless, but I could not but be so in my situation. This is a good sob story. Yeah, it is. But what, okay, so what do you know about the other person that was here? Space lady or gentleman. C-R-I-T. <sighs> they would harness dropped stitches such as yourselves or neutralise them. No, it doesn't sound good. You, through your travels, your experiences, you have grown. You have unlocked something, some potential. They fear that. I fear it too. I tried to prevent it from happening. I feel like I've got two choices here. Mm -hmm. We try and get back in our original tapestry and hope that that means we'll stay there. Yeah. Or... We'd stay here. Forever as weavers. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> or I've try and tr- hope that Space Lady turns up again. Or Gentleman. No, I don't like the sound of them neutralising us. No. What What do you think our options are, Crone? <laughs> uh, I do not... I have no no confidence that you would thrive if rewoven. Oh, you God. have proved too many times to be recalcitrant <laughs> to thank you you your threads do not lie flat in the tapestry they do not behave they become twisted and and emerge so if we're stuck here then maybe we need to try and track down space lady okay i'm gonna try to somehow ah uh, i don't know what i want to do Got so many options before me here. 
I am going to try to summon the space person. Because we know one's called Geetra and we know one is called Errol. Mm-hmm. So I reckon if I do some kind of like supersonic shout, they might show up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. Supersonic shout. Marlowe bellows these names mm-hmm. uh, into the sky and the spindle in your hand resonates with your shout. Ooh. And begins to spin, and you're sort of half-consciously controlling it. Okay. And through the hole in the wall, from in the hall, two threads begin to stream out and onto the spindle. What? It holds them there, waiting for you to do something with them. I then am going to try, because I can see... I think I will be able to see who what people they represent right yes. so i'm just gonna spin. you know you've got the right people. yeah so i'm gonna spin them into spin them into reality the same blue suited figure appears forming out of the thread uh, and alongside them another shorter figure in a similar uh uniform both face plated and uh body suited at this point they both look around themselves uh confused and uh, Gitra is the first to uh, regain themselves and locks uh, eyes on Marlow. Oh, God, we're too late. Ooh. Uh-oh. Because I've got control of the spindle. Mm. Too late for what? Yeah. Hey? To prevent this. And you're not far off going critical as well. Oh, how exciting. I know, right? It's pretty good because you can do whatever you want, as long as it's really weird. <laughs> Uh, there must still be a part of you that sees why that's a problem. I don't understand what's going on. I'm just gonna. I will spin you back in if I have to. What were you gonna do before it was apparently too late? Hmm. Isolate you before this could happen. In what sense? Isolate. Uh, we have facilities designed yeah. for this. We're gonna lock us up. Yeah, with a whole bunch of other people. I assume who this has previously happened to. People on the brink of awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's how you see it, is it? <laughs> right. We're going into their tapestry. Oh, what yeah. to free all the awesome bring Yeah, people. why not? Let's do it. Okay. I spin uh, Geetra and Errol back, back onto the spindle and yeah. into their tapestry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm slightly... I don't know if I can... I don't think I can take the spindle with me. I could do what I want. You could do anything. I could do anything I want. I would take it with Remember, me. Remember, put it in your magic suitcase. Put it in your magic suitcase. Okay, so I'm going to spin I'll spin you in first. Bye. Bye. And then I'm like, see ya, old lady, and then spin myself in with the spindle. Marlo and Nia both unravel this time by choice. Yes. Uh, and the four threads, uh, your two and the two uh, shimmering blue ones that you uh, just rewove, uh, all stream back into the hall and uh, one of the looms clicks into life and you're woven into a shimmering uh, blue-black-silver tapestry. Mm. All you hear is sirens. Mm-hmm. Alarms are going off all around you as... Marlo and Nia, you land elegantly crouched uh, in a uh, shining metal corridor, now lit up uh, blue by flashing uh, alarm lights. For the first time 
you don't have that same sense of having lived a whole life here in this reality. You have put yourselves here at a certain point through Marlowe's newfound powers. So the experience is slightly different and disorientating because you don't have the like the lifetime of local knowledge yeah. uh, that you have had in those other tapestries. What you do recognise is uh, just in front of you in the corridor, uh, the blue jumpsuited figures of Gitra and Errol. And Gitra is already raising a wrist to their face plate uh, and saying, they followed us. We've got a containment breach. Protect the core. Protect the core. I'm trying to punch her in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Nia runs up. Roll ordinary. Yeah. I'm just real mad. (laughs) Five. Geetra seems to be combat trained, mm. and uh, as she's turning to run down the corridor, expertly dodges the blow. Damn. You feel a little more of the restraint holding you back dissolve in frustration uh, as she and Errol manage to dodge down through a side door, which uh, hisses down and locks. Damn. Pray to find some people. Yeah, Let, I'm going to jog along the corridor and find another doorway. We're sort of on the move. Uh, there are there are doorways all along the corridor. Uh, all seem to be under some sort of seal lockdown with uh, unfamiliar looking um, science fictional controls mm-hmm. to open them. You can see through panels in some of them uh, panicky looking uh, blue jumpsuited people running around. <laughs> Everyone's in a panic. Everyone's in a panic. Okay. Um, at the end of the corridor, you find a much bigger more impressive-looking bulkhead door. Mm. This one is white, and in front, and you can tell that this one's significant, not just because it's bigger, but because uh, there are five of those blue jumpsuited people standing in front of it, all pointing their like wrists at you. They don't seem to be holding anything, but their fists are extended, uh, and you can see lights flashing on their suits. I'm going to do uh, Thanos finger snap and make them all pass out. <laughs> Marlo clicks her fingers and something inside their minds unravels and they simply slump to the floor. Oh boy. Do I have a go at making the door go up? Yeah, I'm going to go and just like smash at the control pad. Uh, roll ordinary. Yeah, get them get them ordinaries out. Yeah, I'm going to be clever with it though. I'm going to mm. like take off one of their boots and use that. Nice. For extra punching power. <laughs> Nine. No. Mega fail. (laughs) Uh, You try to tug off part of one of their suits uh, to use on the door panel, uh, and instead you're shocked uh, by it. It seems to be coded somehow uh, to avoid tampering, even while the uh, inhabitant is unconscious. Oh dear, that's clever. Um, And once again, you feel that frustration start to build. I'm livid. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The door remains stubbornly shut. Do I have another go or shall I just... You do your thing. Okay. I'll make the door open. What do you do? Do Do you do something to the controls? Do you just unravel the door? Yeah, I think I'm just going to unravel it like I did in the the loom place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now that you're in... In a story, a reality, mm. a tapestry, uh, whatever all of the different people have referred to this as, 
Um, it looks less like the door unraveling and more like the door aging, decaying, rusting, oh. and dissolving. Oh, cool. Behind it is a huge space. It seems to, uh, the floor seems to just drop away uh, on the other side of the door. Uh, and through it is just this immense spherical white space with occasional protrusions out more towards the center of the room, forming kind of platforms with a a sort of a globular protrusion on the top of each one. Um, And you can sense that there are people in those globules. Right. Can we get to a globule? Are they hard to get to? You don't see a safe-looking way. Stepping through the door would be would looks like it would be a dead drop mm-hmm. and that you'd kind of go sliding down the ever so slightly curved surface of this huge door. sphere it does seem a strange place yeah. to put a door yeah do you, want to do, do you want to do something i don't know what i could do really other than just like you could fall which doesn't seem so we could try and do something else and then roll for it but you can try and do something extraordinary oh i see yeah i'm gonna try and fly yeah do it okay. it seems straightforward yeah <laughs> I'm going to try and fly to a glob- globule. All right. I'm definitely yeah. going to fall to my death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seeing, seeing all of the uh, incredible stuff that Marlowe seems to be capable of doing now and feeling something building, something tightly wound beginning, beginning to come unwound inside her, uh, Nia feels like this might be possible. Yeah. Roll extraordinary. Okay. You've only got to have more than one. Nailed it. So Nia steps out over the lip of the door and does not fall. Do you fly like Superman? Do you glide, float? Like Magneto style, where he's always a sort of upright. That's creepy though, isn't it? I don't want to go with creepy ghost float. It is creepy. No, I think it is more, almost like a slightly bobbing motion, like I'm in water. Mm. Um, But I can just will myself to move in any direction and at any speed. And I can adopt some stupid poses if I want to. Yeah. So maybe I'm once I get the hang of it, I'm doing a little out Superman pose, the flailing. Yeah. Whoa! I'm like, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, do a little uh, spinny flip, like I'm a snazzy aeroplane person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and you quickly lose track of which way is is up. Yeah, because there is no up. There is no yeah. up. I'm just going to use um, the way that Marlo is standing as my clue as to which way is up. <laughs> Okay, what's um, Marlo doing? I'm going to fly as well, because I'm like, that's a good idea. Oh, no, gonna... no, I've lost my point of reference. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to come join you, uh, and then I think we're going to go over to one of these uh, globules and just sort of politely knock and be like, hey, we're near and Marlo, we want to know what the heck is going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As you knock on one of these protruding globules, uh, the silvery surface of it uh, goes clear, uh, like it's uh, like it's been steamed up and then uh, uh-huh. cleared, um, and you can see inside uh, the figure of a woman, eyes closed. Uh, she seems to be in some form of stasis. Oh, she's like a peacock oh. or something. Okay. There are restraints on both her wrists uh, and a strange sort of flash- skull cap covered in flashing lights all on her head. Um, can I tell you if this is a tapestry she belongs in? Probably can, can't I? You definitely can she doesn't she doesn't yes no she's like you before this happened to you right 
she is on the brink of awesomeness. Yeah. Yeah, she is one of those kinked threads that don't lie flat in the mm-hmm. tapestry and yeah. play mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So all of these people are yeah. hooked up to yeah. something. With your snazzy powers, can you see that person's, like, essence? Oh my god. Because I'm just thinking maybe we don't want to release anyone who's a, an evil psychopath, in case Good. there are any. Good point. I uh, concentrate a little bit, hold my spindle, and see if I can see that person's thread up to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, when you produce the spindle, first That's of all, idea. in this place, uh, it takes on a slightly different look. It seems somehow heavier and it seems to be, it seems to have like a dark aura mm. to it. It seems to be eating light. Ooh. It looks like it doesn't belong right. in this reality. Yeah. But yeah, you can very easily get a detailed look uh, at this, the thread that makes up the this person's being. And it's difficult to tell whether it's like to get an idea of like a a personality or like an alignment from this it's they seem to be a person mm-hmm. they have good impulses bad impulses uh they've done good things bad things they seem to be a human being who is capable of all sorts can i tell what reality they've come from yes so you recognize uh from that glimpse you got of all of the tapestries mm-hmm. in the um, in the hall uh, when suddenly you understood everything. And that information is still taking a bit of time unpacking itself in your brain. Um, but you recognize that this person is from, um, from a, a reality where uh, she lived on a world that was mostly water. Cool. Um, and uh, people, ha- people were living in like underwater Atlantis type cities. And... Uh, that's all you can really get. It's difficult to tell what her part in that story was because she never like fit into it. Yeah, and yeah. has ha- like the reason she's here is because she has come out of that. Mm. So she's been unrecognized. She doesn't from really it. belong. Yeah. 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 Can I tell? Can I discern anything about how she's ended up? How she got here? Um, not from looking at her right. thread. No. So I mean, my instinct is to set all these people free somehow because if I was one of them which we both could have been mm-hmm. that is what I would want someone to do for me yeah. and also they've not been locked up because they're bad people they've been locked up because of the potential they have yeah I feel like they're powering something yes they mentioned the core yes we should go there yeah before we release everyone maybe okay and as you as you recall that you can see that the very centre of this spherical chamber floating not seemingly attached to anything by any kind of structure uh, is a almost looks weirdly like a golf ball it's like a little uh, spherical structure that has a lot of little circular indentations all over it let's go investigate Uh, yeah let's go touch that (laughs) (laughs) I'm not scared of anything now I can do what I want (laughs) right we're flying again mm-hmm. to the core. I'm doing some funny walks. Yeah, why not? I mean, take a right job. Yeah. Uh, on your way to the core, a uh, voice bellows out over the tannoy system of this uh, of this place. Halt! Cease! Do not! And it, the voice seems uncertain about yeah. what they could actually like threaten you with at this point. We we are. This facility is. Maintaining the integrity of all realities, all of these beings could, if they so wished, 
uh, unmake, remake everything. It's for the good of all others, the billions upon trillions of normal threads who just lay flat in their tapestries that the, all of these beings must be removed, kept isolated. You must understand. I'm just going to shout, shut up! Yeah, that seems fair. <laughs> yeah. I am going to uh, reach out and touch the core. The core is cold to the touch. Mm-hmm. Freezing, in fact. And you feel, for the first time since you lost your restraint and came into your power, you feel a moment of concern as it feels like something's being drained from you. Uh-oh. You can tell from from how it feels and from your ability to see the threads in everything that this is basically it is like the the opposite the negative of reality mm-hmm. and that this is it's not something that all of the people here are powering it is the thing that is keeping them all in oh, check right i'm gonna try and smash it yeah good idea. how do you go about doing that no i'd want to do it like with my mind i think okay. if i was gonna go down that route yeah, actually i think it's something maybe we would need to team up on for extra we'll try and do that then mojo just gonna try and blitz this thing yeah like implode it I'm imagining the two of you, like, moving to opposite sides and almost, like, orbiting it yeah. in figure eights. Oh, yeah. Uh, staying on opposite sides yeah. and concentrating on it. it. It is evading. It feels like your power is slipping off it. That oh, it this is something not of time, not of reality, that defies the control that you have. But... With the two of you working together, you can feel that you are starting to have an effect on it as hatches open all around the the spherical room and blue-suited folks with jetpacks start to fly in squadron formations towards the two of you. (laughs) It seems like they've just decided that all they can do is mob the the two of you. Sure. Well, good luck with that, guys. I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm just going to put up like a little shield around us, mm-hmm. and the ball just going to put put a put a little round globe around us yeah. with my mind. Yeah. And they can do whatever they want, really, because. Mm-hmm. Yep, they uh, squadron up and extend their fists again, and you can see tiny little pinprick globules of uh, blue light uh, streaming off each one in little machine gun bursts around the. Uh, circumference of each one's wrist they concentrate it on single points uh, on the shield and you can feel it starting to give under their constant barrage but they are nothing to what you can do and so the two of you have full concentration on the core okay i think it uh starts i think it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller until it's gone like folding up on itself until it's maybe a little, little poof of dust at the end it's almost like you've kind of folded flaps of reality around it Mm. rather than acting on it you've Mm -hmm. simply squeezed it out yeah of where it is bit like we did with ourselves (laughs) when we left our own reality that's right yeah all the lights in the place go out and the only light left is the little blue Pupils. Beam, little blue, yeah. blue pupus of the uh, folks trying to shoot at you both. Okay. But those are much less concentrated now as all of the jetpack people start to panic yeah. and fly around. <laughs> They're really good at panicking, yes, these people. Such panickers. <laughs> um, I'm probably just going to do like some kind of 
power surge out from our globe just to make like to just get rid of them all either like sending them probably just like sending them reeling back to where they came from uh, they all neatly slot yeah. like letters back through the hatches that yeah. they came through nice almost like they're rewinding through time oh mm. yes like that yeah you are left in this now coreless dark space soft light begins to glow at various points around the circumference as those globules holding people begin to dissolve and open. We'll probably go to the nearest one and see if the person is conscious. Their eyes are flickering. They're not conscious yet. Okay. But they're not in any danger? Don't seem to be. You seem to have got this locked down. Okay. I have an idea. Okay. All the people that are like us, that, that were the drop stitches... We could form our own community. Yes. Where the Hall of the Looms is. Mm -hmm. And we, unlike the old lady, will not panically try to reweave people. Yep, sounds smart. But when people drop, we'll try and we'll welcome them. Bring them in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we'll also maintain the looms and stuff because my understanding is that if no one does that, then reality will just crumble. Yes, that does seem crucial, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and it seems like we could try to, like, if we want to go into a reality, we could do, yeah. but we are inevitably going to come back out of it. So we can just have fun adventures popping in and out of realities. Yeah, why not? And have some kind of rotor system to just keep the, like, maintain the Yes, yeah. maybe we can do some um, extraordinary self actualizing mind stuff to make the Hall of Tapestries like a slightly nicer place. To oh, spend for sure. Some time. For sure. Yeah. And all the weird buildings around. Yeah, let's do a clean up. We can just make our own awesome yeah. places to live. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, we've got to check out these unconscious people. Yes. Get them all together. Leave these weirdos behind. They can ideally. do what they like. They can do what they like. Yeah. Um, and hopefully the old lady's still alive and she can retire and we'll just take over. Yeah, let's just put her somewhere sensible. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're going to do. If she's not already dead. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't try and kill us. It's all right, I'll deal with her. It's fine. been listening to merely role players ellie plays near vicky plays marlowe i'm matt your host and we were playing all out of bubblegum a role-playing game by jeffrey grant and michael sullivan marlowe and near will return